It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir et bonjour. Good evening and bonjour. Hello. Uh, I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I gotta tell you something. I've been doing the show with my team, so the team is in different places. We'll work from uh, mostly homes. Only one of us works at the office, actually. And uh, I haven't seen many people in the last 11 months. But you know what's strange? Is I'm almost used to it. And, and I found now my equilibrium. It's like, you know, is the planet going to stay like this forever? Obviously, no, and I can't wait for it to go back to normal. But I got to tell you, I got used to it. I wonder if I'm the only one or if I'm just going crazy. Anyway, enough about me. Back to you and your relationship questions. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship. Don't stay alone. Call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amelia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? So I just started dating a guy recently. We've been dating for the past couple of months. And he has a best friend that's a girl. And they're really close. And they've, um, they hang out a lot. And it's one of those things that is kind of bothersome to me, but I don't know if it's something that I should bring up to him, if that'll cause trouble in our relationship, or if it's something that I just need to deal with. So, Amelia, before we answer, how long have you been with this dude? Um, we've been together two, almost three months, so it's really new. Okay. Uh, have you guys, are you guys exclusive or not yet? We are exclusive, yes. You've had the talk? Yes. I, I, I should say two, almost three months that we have been official. Okay. Now, I believe in women's intuition. So what is it in your intuition that makes you feel uncomfortable about this woman who's a friend of his? What Can you define in your own words, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I guess if I had to go with my gut, I feel like she is secretly interested in him. Okay. I respect that. Now, same question. Do you think he's interested in her? I don't. No. Okay. Well, then my advice is to leave it alone. If your intuition is not worried about him, the fact that she's been friends with him for a while, right? Right. Right. So that would have happened before you guys even met. So I'm not worried. So just, you know, I would not mention that at this stage because your intuition is right. She maybe, you know, wants to go out with him. But listen, it's not her who decides it's him. And he decided to go out with you, not with her. So I say, let's be grown up about this and let's not worry about it. Okay, thank you. You got it. Thank you, Amelia, and have a good night. You too, Simon. So coming up, uh, I'm going to go help Leonora uh, because she's having a hard time dealing with the fact that her husband wants to separate from her. So we'll talk about that next. So I got this um, serious Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio from Leonora who goes, Bonjour, Simon. I'm having a hard time dealing with the fact that my husband wants a divorce. We haven't been in love for years, and neither of us are happy, really. But I always thought marriage was forever. Simon, do you consider divorce a failure? Do I consider divorcing a failure? I'll tell you what I think next. So... This is a very deep, important question from Leonora. Her husband wants a divorce. She thought marriage forever. They don't love each other anymore. But she's asking me, do I consider a divorce or divorcing a failure? Not at all. Not at all. Because 
you're going to respect the universe because you're going to look at the divorce as a liberation. La liberation, la liberation, as my Spanish friend said. And you're going to liberate yourself from this bad energy. Listen, no matter what, even when we say it's forever, it ends when we pass. That's the way it is. So my point is that respect the universe. If you've got to get divorced, do it proudly. Do it with excitement for liberation and to find your next true love, okay? Don't feel either ashamed or hide the fact you're divorcing. Having a divorce is not a failure. It's a step of life, and it could be a very positive one for you. That's what I wish. Uh, thanks for the DM. You call the next. Bonjour, Tara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tara. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Okay, so my boyfriend, um, the other day he was like drinking a lot and then he, we got into like a little bit of a fight and he said something really awful, to, like just so awful and mean. And then later he didn't even remember that he said it and I kind of like confronted him about it and he was like, oh, I don't even remember saying that. Like obviously I didn't mean it, I was drunk. But I don't, I'm still just like really hurt by what he said. And I kind of wonder if, like, maybe that's how he really feels, but he is afraid to say it, and the alcohol, like, you know, gave mm -hmm. him courage or something. So I, I don't know what to do. Before I answer, um, what was it, uh, what topic was it that was so hurtful in his attacks under the influence about you? He, he was like, what do you know? You're just a loser. You don't even have any friends. Nobody likes you. And I, I don't have that many friends, so it, that, like, really hurt a I lot, see. too. Yeah, okay. So that, that I don't like at all. Um, tell me how that make you feel. So when he said those things, in your own words, how did that make you feel? I, I was just devastated. It, it hurt so much that he said that or that he could even have that in his head and, and think it. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 30. So I got a question for you. It's a tough one, but stay with me. Why would you stay now that you know how mean he can be and what he really thinks of you? Why would you want to stay with a man who hurts you like that? Well, he keeps saying that it's, it's just the alcohol that he doesn't even remember saying these things, that um, he doesn't even know that he said it. It's not how he really feels. But he said them. And in your intuition, that's why you got hurt. You know that's what he meant. Yeah. Right? Right. Again, if you get hurt once, why would you want to get hurt twice? Right. So I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I would like you to think deeply, Tara. Why would I want to stay with a man who hurts my feeling like that so badly and hide behind the excuse of alcoholism? Well which is a true disease, but in this case, what he said was to really hurt you, and I, I can't accept that. So I'm going to tell you to think about it and make your decision based on that question. Why would I want to stay with a man who drinks too much and then attacks me and makes me feel so bad? Why? And when you have the answer, do what's good for you, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right, Tara, be strong and have a good night. Have a good night, Simon. Have you ever wondered why you stay longer than needed in a bad relationship? Let's talk about that. It's important. Next. So, I got a question for you. Have you ever asked yourself 
why did you stay in a relationship with a bad partner that was not nice to you? And, I, and the reason I asked that is my last caller, Tara, called me and said, you know, her boyfriend was drunk one night and said to her, you know, she was a loser, had no friends, and made her feel really, really little. So I told her, why would you want to stay with somebody who makes you feel like this? And then I asked myself that question. Have I ever stayed with somebody who made me feel bad? Yes, I have. Have you? Have you? Have you ever stayed, looked back and said, I should have left that person a long time ago? So I got a personal story uh, coming up next. And I think it will illustrate the point of what I'm talking about. Next. I don't know about you if you ever stayed in a long relationship, uh, even though the person was mean to you, but it has happened to me only once, I think. And, and that was back when I was a rookie, <laughs> my early 20s, I think. Because uh, I dated a girl who didn't really like me, and I made that mistake. And so I was kind of like, you know, treated like a sucker. And then she would say, you're such a sucker, because I would wait for her. She would party and then I would wait for her to take her back home and I think that she cheated on me and and then she was always telling me that but you know I was infatuated and I and I suffered I suffered so you know I, but my brother would say that to me say well why would you stay with her I said she's not nice to you what are you waiting you know for the who knows what she's doing in that club and you know and ah oh, it's a bad memory just talking about it. I don't know if you have that you know like a bad taste in your mouth just thinking about the story I don't know if you have a story like this but I have Anyway, don't do like me, do better than me. Do not stay with somebody who's not good for you, please. Or call me right now if you have any questions about your relationship. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sasha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sasha. What's going on with your husband? How can I help? Oh, my goodness. So, my husband, I, I love him, but he's too much. He thinks and he actually said this to me the other night, that mm -hmm. we should be having ooh-la-la at least four times a week. And he's upset <laughs> that we aren't. But I was trying to explain to him that I have to homeschool our three kids. I'm working from home. I still have to cook dinner. I have all these things on my plate. And I think four times a week in the middle of everything that's going on is excessive. Like, it's crazy. And on top of that, oh, oh, on top of that, mm -hmm. the four times a week, he wants to try to do, like, fun places, like, oh, in the laundry room, or let's try to, you know, hide out in the garage. And it's just too much. Four times a week, four different places, it's too much. Yes, different positions, different places. Like, he wants <laughs> to keep this kinky fantasy, and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Now, now, just to, to put in perspective, before, you know, you were tired or before the pandemic, I mean... Was that something that would happen a lot, a lot of exotic ulala, or is that just a new thing that just he wants to experiment? No, not so much the positions and like the different places. Yeah, we probably had it more frequently, but I think he's bored. No, 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 no. It's not his bored. He wants you. That's what's going on. He wants his wife. It's not a bad thing. I, I know you're tired. But it's a good thing because, trust me, I've had many, many calls where it's the opposite. And once it's dry spell, then there is resentment, there is fights, there, are, there is divorces. So I'm not saying you should you know, have ulala when you don't want to. But if you want to and you're just tired, I say just make it quickie. Hop! Two seconds, ten seconds. Just speak. Why I say that is because the fact that you guys have still great chemistry 
and he wants you so badly, you know, this, this desire, raw desire for his wife, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Hmm. I didn't really think of it that way. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. So maybe not four times a week, and I don't know about all the exotic positions. That's up to you guys. And the deal is, the quicker, the better. That's going to be the new name of the game. The quicker, the better, honey. Yes, let's just get to it. Yeah. That's it? <laughs> I will tell him. <laughs> okay. That's good. I love it. Uh, all right, Shara, thank you so much. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate it. Talking about ooh-la-la, having it or not, um, Sarah just left me a voicemail, I believe, about this. So that's coming up next. So uh, we were talking about ooh-la-la, and I just realized I have this voicemail I received from Sarah, and um, I want you to take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Sarah, and I have a question um, regarding my ooh-la-la life. Because of the pandemic, um, I've gained some weight. I've gained about 20 pounds. My husband's gained about 25 pounds. And we're just not really feeling great about ourselves because we have low energy and we're not feeling very in the mood, shall I say. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, do you have any advice on how to get the magic spark back? I mean, we're together in our sweatpants every day and we're just eating too much and very low energy. And I just feel like we're becoming more roommates than a husband and wife. So I, I need your advice badly. Um, thank you so much, Simon. That's a great question. You've gained weight and you've lost the ooh-la-la vibe. What do you do? I'll tell you next. What should you do if you gain weight, you and your partner, during the pandemic, and with that, you've lost ooh-la-la feeling, the vibe, the ooh-la-la, I want you badly. So here's the thing for Sarah, who left me that question. Uh, Sarah, what you should do with your husband, it's simply baby steps, working out, jog, go outside, you know, go in a forest where there's nobody, so you're safe. And instead of focusing right now on the ooh-la-la, focus back on getting back to your best self. That's my advice. You're in sweatpants, you can run in sweatpants outside. All you're going to do is, you know, go to a place where you're going to be in social distance and jog and do your workout and, and do things like this. Because indeed, and that's true, if you don't feel good about yourself, you usually don't feel like into ooh-la-la. That is so true. So I said, first step, get back into a shape where you feel good. And after that, you know, go back to the romance, not straight to ooh-la-la. A dinner, a glass of wine, and then little by little, ooh-la-la. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Dylan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Dylan. So, unfortunately, you got sick, actually, with the virus, and then what happened? Yeah, so uh, recently, like you said, I fell ill with the COVID-19, and during that time, you know, I just wanted to talk about how great my wife was. I mean, she really just took great care of me and was, was there and supportive and, you know, helping with, you know, making meals or keeping me hydrated or, you know, properly medicated or taking my temperature all the time and just, you know, it's it's tough. It's really tough when you when you're down and you don't feel well and it's really invaluable to have someone so wonderful in your life like that to to be mm -hmm. there for you. A hundred percent. How did that make you feel? It made me feel great. I mean I, I it I I definitely think that it helped with the recovery, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I was just so appreciative and, and thankful for my relationship, you know? That's what I'm talking about. And just remember, there's no love without proof of love. And we are here, whether we, you know, rain or shine, healthy or sick, that's what you know, marriage or partnership is about. So I'm glad to hear this story. I'm glad you're better. And uh, good luck to both of you. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Thank you. Let's finish the show by talking about jealousy. So, question for you. Would you rather be with someone who never got jealous or someone who was very jealous? <laughs> so let's talk about jealousy next. Would you rather be with someone who never got jealous or someone who was very jealous? The jealousy factor. Some people believe that jealousy is a form of love. I don't. And I believe it's more of a of control and almost hateful. Extreme jealousy. Not good. Nothing good comes from extreme jealousy. Trust me. Anyway, here's what you said. You voted on my social media at Money Radio. 83% of you said, I'd rather be with someone who never got jealous. But 17% of you said, I'd rather be with someone who was very jealous. And I suppose, I'm not sure, but I suppose that's a projection that you are also very jealous. I'm not sure, but that's what I think. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. I know it's late. Thank you for being with me every night, including tonight. Appreciate it. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.